You're listening to the Baftas on Utter Radio. Now you're talking. Are we in the afternoon? Good afternoon. Is it? I on. Uh, I honestly. Oh, two, it's two o'clock. It's five past two. Yes, I think I do believe that is technically the afternoon. It is. Good, afternoon, good afternoon, Kieran. Afternoon. How are you? Hello. Um. Yes, I think I think we should probably introduce ourselves. Introduce ourselves to begin with. Well, I'm Kieran Davis. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I got a haircut. I, I guess I'm Eng- Emily. Lankin. Did you call me Amy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Rude. Sure. Rude. Why not? Whatever. Whatever you want. I've learned well, not to argue with you. Well, actually, have you have you actually learned not to argue with me? We've no, come a long term. You We've think come a I long can way. learn? No. No, you can't. Well, little prank. I am actually on my Lancashire, and you are Kieran Davis. Yeah. And uh, we hey, are hey. hosting a very on the spot. Level five. Yes, it is a little bit Audio. on the spot, isn't it? Because um, our dear friend Matty, who is uh, not, can't be with us, uh, can't be with us, not because of any nasty reasons. They're just um, downstairs hosting they're, they're the. Down, they're down, yeah, they're just doing through some run-throughs with the Baftars. We can see them on the screen now. They're they look fabulous. Doing quite a lot of practice of doing some choreography. So that will be amazingly interesting to be uh, part of a bit later on. But yes, uh, the more audio astute amongst you will notice that yes i am an entirely different person um yeah we're just here to um sit with you for the next uh, two hours we're here until four o'clock so woo, yes we'll be here for the next two hours to be going yeah, through yeah. all the level five audio pieces and just go through them and see what's what uh for this year we're both level six we're both uh, third years uh, but oh. yeah, we'll, we'll um, be part of it. I was nominated last year on. Uh, we were both nominated last we're both year. Nominated last year, so we can. Um, and uh, sorry, we weren't just nominated; we were winners. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot so about the actual win. You were yeah. nominated for. Um, I was nominated for uh, creative audio and audio feature, and then. And then we were a, nominated as, as a, a group we were for radio show, we which were, we won. We won that, so. It's all winners. Do you remember the name? What we won Yes, for? I, I actually had to um, remind myself of it yesterday. Not for any particular reason, just because my brain decided to do <laughs> it. It was the the interdimensional historical report into the cultures and pastimes of the citizens of planet Earth and outlying regions of space. Yes, it was. I'm glad you remember that. Yeah. I, I never eighteen months, and I can still remember <laughs> it. What does that tell you about how my, my well? Works? Enough about us. Back to tonight's nominations. Yes. You yes, are. Yes, yes. Also nominated tonight. Yes. You lucky enough. thing. Yeah, I'm uh, two years on, on the trot for best audio feature, so we can we can have a little chat about that because um, yeah. two out of three of them are actually yeah, level five. They're level five. Yeah. We've got us third years of a run for our money. Yeah. With these second do. years. I think it's the pressure, maybe. Do you reckon? Probably. We've got. We have a lot more going on. We. <laughs> Although yeah, they do have true. professional practice. So yeah, maybe maybe they just have a maybe they've got a bit more pressure on them. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, I don't know. Maybe they got more time. Who who's to say? Who is to say? Who's well, the, to say? The nominees for the best audio feature are yourself, oh, Kevin yes, Davis. That's me. Um, and what is your piece called? Yes. Can you so, tell us a little uh, bit about yeah, it? actually, how about we play a little? Clip oh yeah, we do have a little first, clip, a little teaser then, for you guys. Yeah, a little teaser, and then we'll talk about it a bit afterwards. I'm sorry I have to be the one to tell you this, but this ain't no fairy tale. I'm sure you saw it on the news too. The night Elsie disappeared. The theatrical star, Little Cheese, has gone missing. How could that happen? 
the reporters were asking. The small towner that dreamed of stardom. And just as they was getting into the big time too. How could they just be gone? Wow. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit more in detail about that? Uh, I, I can certainly try. Uh, yes, so Little Cheese Big City is a 30-minute radio documentary slash feature. Uh, it's kind of all about the lives of um, certain farmhouse cheesemakers in Britain and how they rely on cheese for their, lively, their livelihoods. Was your girlfriend an inspiration for this? Uh, yeah, my partner does uh, work at uh, a, a, a local cheesemongers and maybe how I got most of my <laughs> contacts uh, for this. So that was uh, very helpful. Uh, you may, you may recognise her long-term fans of my relationship. <laughs> uh, may, may recognise uh, she plays the voice of the newsreader in that. So that's also where I source all my voice talent is <laughs> my living room, apparently. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun to put together because I, I got to eat quite a lot of cheese and I got to do a lot of research about cheese. So I'm are you all I, cheesed out? I'm, I'm a bit cheesed, cheesed out, cheesed off, cheesed on. In doing all your research, did you hear about the explosion in the cheese factory in France? I, I, I don't do France. You don't do France? Don't do France. Well, there was a huge explosion in the cheese factory and there was debris everywhere. Oh, okay, so this is... <laughs> this is I had to throw in a cheese pun. Uh, folks I at home, this is what um, certain people refer to as a joke and I believe Emily was trying to make one. I was trying to be funny, guys. Apologies. That was good. Kind of. <laughs> Let's carry on about your show. So, <laughs> where did you... Apart from your partner, where else did you get inspiration for this? Um, so, it was... Part of it was, you know, the, the partner. So I, I'd learned a lot of information and stories through kind of attrition, like through uh, just being around and she yeah. tells me about everything that's going on and meeting a load of other uh, cheese people who come down. Cheese because people. Cheese people, yeah. Technical term. That's a technical term we use in the business, cheese people. Um, th they all come down to the shop because they've got like, uh, like 30 or 40 different types of like farmhouse cheese yeah. and if all you know is basically cheddar and maybe some i don't know brie edam what have you like just pop into like a local cheese shop and you will be astounded by the kind of like ranges of cheese available to you what is your favorite um, cheese oh that's a very see it technically it is a bit of a I'm, not, I'm sorry if you just heard that. That was, that was, our, that was, that was our, our producer that was Reece. gulping. <laughs> Reese was having a bit of a, a water bottle. You a little bit dehydrated <laughs> there, Reese. Yeah. Anyway, he's gone now. Don't worry about him. Um, oh, fa favorite cheese. Um, it's difficult to say. Um, I am a big fan of Mrs. Kirkham's Lancashire. Uh, which is made in just uh, north of Preston, which is actually one of the places that I went to go. I was um, just checking if that was in Lancashire, but it is. Yes, it is. It, it is. is. As I've, a Lancashire myself. I've, I've been there. It's near Guzna. That, that means nothing to me. Okay, well. I can only do I'm so much. I'm providing information to you. <laughs> Sorry. I uh, feel like I am the best. I am Lancashire and Lancashire and Lancashire. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm from Lancashire and I am a Lancashire. Yes, you are. That's great. I also love Lancashire cheese. Oh, that's good. Yeah, very yeah, tasty. Um, they, they do a very nice smoked cheese, mm. uh, which is a bit um, sacrilegious in the cheese world, actually. Is it? Yeah, because... Um, I love a smoked Gouda. 
See, yeah, the thing is, I, I, I can... Uh, let's just spend the entire two yeah, hours talking about cheese. Yeah, can we talk about, about cheese for two hours? Right, this is no longer the level five audio show. This showcase. is the cheese This show. is cheese cast coming at you on Utter Radio. <laughs> um, yeah, so the interesting thing is, um, back in... This, this will require quite a lot of backtracking, by the way. Uh, back in, like, the 1970s and 80s, right, um, there was this big uh, listeria scarces, kind of a, yes. a foodie disease. Um, base. So at the time, the government wanted to try and ban like raw milk uh, cheese. So they already banned like um, raw milk sales. So that's how we got pasteurized milk just constantly. Um, but there was this guy Randolph Hodgson, right, who um, was a big proponent of raw milk cheese, and because it's how traditional cheese is made. Because a lot of uh, pasteurized cheese, like that's the sort of cheddars you get in supermarket, they kind of they end up a bit dull yeah. and a bit flavourless and they all end up tasting pretty much the same. So he kind of spearheaded the uh, movement to try and um, save uh, raw milk cheese, which is, you know, what uh, Mrs. Kirkham's are made of and what a lot of farmhouse cheeses are also made of. And also, a, a fun little fact, um, you know Stilton, yes, the cheese? Yes, I do know Stilton. That was one of the bigger cheeses which kind of was forced to move over to pasteurised cheese uh, also just due to a number of um, eu regulations on uh, let's not get into the eu stuff right now no. um but um what the government was trying to do was force uh cheese makers to move from like um you know you used to put uh, your cheese uh, wheels on like wooden shelves and they wanted to shift them over to like metal shelves however that does have an effect on like the taste and texture of the cheese for reasons that we'll not go not go into right now um, but yeah, uh, Stilton was one of these cheeses which uh, made the shift over to kind of the the more technically food-safe regulations. Um, but So it stopped being Stilton as it was. So the Stilton we know now is not traditional Stilton. And then uh, in more recent years, there's been this um, cheese coming on the market, which is called Stitchelton, which is basically what Stilton was before it had to make the switch over to pasteurized milk. So that's if you ever see Stitchelton in a cheese shop, that's actually basically traditional Stilton, but they can't call it Stilton because it's not Stilton as we know yeah. it. It's like, you know, when you have um, cheddar, for example, they need it to be um, made it like in kind of cheddar or in that style. Interestingly, though, I'm going to say interestingly a lot because <laughs> apparently my brain has got really into cheese the last couple of months, which is fair enough. Um, raw milk, cheese. yeah, real Lancashire cheese. So you've got Lancashire cheese, which is made in the style of Lancashire, but there's this real Lancashire cheese has to be made by with, people from Lancashire. With, no, with it within sight of a specific landmark in um, the. Is it Rivington Pike? Yeah. I'd have to, I'd have to check the probably the isn't audio. Pike. I don't I, even know if that's Gloucester's Lancashire anymore. I'd, I'd have to check the audio, but there, yeah, it's within sight of a specific landmark. That is real Lancashire cheese. That's really weird. Mm. That's cool. That's interesting. Yeah, that's, but, we have been talking about cheese for a long time. Oh, that's all right. But uh, in in answer to your original question, oh yeah, back to the cheese, back to the, the point. Favorite cheese. Yeah, this is how we answer questions. Basically, um, Randolph Hodgson set up Neil's Yard Dairy down in London, and they're basically the bible of kind of traditional cheese making. So they like to um, present cheese in the kind of the best possible way, and they see it as kind of sacrilegious to smoke cheese, to put like herbs and stuff in cheese, to flavour cheese in any way that's not natural. Hold up. 
But that's the best bit about the cheeses. Well, like, that's, I mean, that, that's perfectly up to you, but they want to kind of preserve the tradition of cheese fair. making. And like sometimes, like with Christmas, you know, everyone has like a kind oh, of like... Or a cranberry Wensley Dale. Like, like, yeah, like Oof. a cranberry or like a rosemary and thyme yeah. sort of a cheese. Yeah, they don't do that because it's um, it does weird things to the inside texture hmm. of the cheese. And that's they just want to keep it fairly like traditional and natural which is okay but they don't do any smoked cheese and smoked cheese is fantastic smoked cheese is fantastic yeah. i love smoked cheese i love smoked gouda but my favorite cheese is gonna be a little bit controversial it's mozzarella no no mozzarella is a good but, choice do you know what i really don't like fried mozzarella okay like i think that the whole beauty of mozzarella is how delicate it is and how beautiful it just like the feel of it yeah. the texture of it and then i don't think mozzarella should be melted Personally. Really? Yeah. Just like if you had mozzarella on your pizza, for example, that has to melt. Well, yeah, but I would, like, on a pizza, then yes, but like a mozzarella stick where you're going to, like, deep fry it. Okay. I'm not into that because I get that people do it because it's so stringy and it, like, is better than cheddar when it melts, but I think that ruins the texture. Have you had a bufala, which is buffalo mozzarella? I have. Same with burrata. I think I might be thinking burrata. I think you are thinking of burrata. I think burrata is. The, I'll, I'll check. I'll check. Burrata is the one where it's yeah. like you split it up and it's like all chunky and it just oozes yeah. out. Yeah, that that's the one. Just cause, yeah, yeah, that's burrata. I've spent a little bit of time of it in Italy recently, uh, and my partner had a a burrata on a pizza. That is good, to yeah. be fair. Um, but I think yeah, there, there is a difference between a burrata and buffalo mozzarella. I just can't remember exactly. Well, buffalo what mozzarella is. is made with buffalo milk. Well, yeah. So that's the main difference between that and normal mozzarella. We need to stop talking about cheese I, well, and actually talk about the shows. Well, in, well, a, in a show which has little to do planning, <laughs> I think being able to eke out about 10, 15 minutes on cheese, cheese is pretty I good. I could keep going, to be fair. We've yeah. not even talked about Danish cheese or blue cheese yet. Yeah, well, so. I mean, let's not go into Scandinavian cheese. No, let's not go into Scandinavian cheese. They are frankly awful. Excuse so, you. Uh, weirdly enough, if you remember, we were talking about the audio features. We were talking about the audio features. Way back when. Do you remember 15 minutes ago <laughs> when we were actually on topic? Uh, because... As much as I would wish it otherwise, I'm not the only person nominated no, you are not. for uh, Best Audio Feature. We and uh, coming, up ne- uh, coming up next is a little clip of uh, Matthew McGetrick's Hacienda. Hacienda. I tripped over my words a little bit there. A little bit, But yes. Hacienda, a beautiful nightmare. But will the city's music scene ever have an institution as iconic? Only time will tell. If you could sum it up in kind of one sentence, what would you say? Uh, beautiful nightmare. It could have been so good and ended up so bad. Nice little bit of reverb on there. Oh, so lovely. I do hear love the reverb. reverb. I did hear the reverb. Yeah, yeah re- reverb is a very good way of making it sound kind of a bit ominous. You know, if you just let let the reverb trail and it just fades into... Okay, fades Adam into Fowler. Silence. I didn't well. know I was talking to professionals. Well, well that was... Well, good. I did. Well, well... well. That was Matt McGetrick's piece, a little yeah. clip, the Hacienda. We actually, I actually spoke to him earlier mm. in the Level 6 show, which I also hosted. It's, you can also listen yeah, to you, that. Yeah, you've, you've been doing a lot so I far. I have been doing a lot. You're going to need a sleep. I'm so hungry. I'm going to have a nap and watch some yeah. Grey's Anatomy afterwards. But we were, ta- I was talking to him about his show, and it's mm. all about, he. so he loves dance music. Yeah, and that he learned he got this love from his dad, who would like cue up the iPod and all his favorite tracks, 
and he would always listen to that. And the Hacienda was a club mm. from the late 80s to Some early 90s. Ago, yeah. Yes, that's when you were born, wasn't it? Late eighties. Uh, well, I mean, eighty BC. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the same time. It's technically the eighties, but it's like for people that don't know, Kieran is old. Yeah. Just a little context for you guys. Kieran is old. Yes, I've got my bus pass. <laughs> His <laughs> bus pass is coming in the mail next year. And uh, when yeah. are you going into the retirement home? Oh, uh, I'm just going to go straight into the ground. Do you know what? Fair enough. Let yeah. us know. I thought Sounds I'd cut, cut out the middleman. Yeah, Retirement homes cost a lot of money. They you know? do, they really do. It's so much easier just and to... And you've spent all your pension on universities, so... Yeah. Might as well, just well, that and cheese. That and cheese. And we're back to cheese. <laughs> yes. Well, that was... <laughs> we need to stop talking about cheese. So, yes, Matt's piece is about this nightclub yeah. and a lot about the like drugs and the underground scene of Manchester nightlife. Yeah, so I think that'll be quite an interesting listen. Unfortunately, we only got like a, a few snippets snippet. to listen to, so we haven't been able to listen to the full thing. So, Matt, if you're listening somewhere, please tell put us it more. Up so we can put yeah. it somewhere. It is actually. He was telling me it's on something. I think it's on SoundCloud. Okay, we'll give it a listen. Oh, okay. But it yes. might have me. Might have been me telling you that mine was on SoundCloud. No, you did tell me yours was on Cla- yeah. SoundCloud, but I think he told me his was somewhere okay. as well. Might have been Spotify. I honestly don't know. I'm very all over the place today. Yeah, you've had one bit of coffee. I've had not had enough high, caffeine. You've had your high, and then you're coming back down. I am. I'm plummeting. But mm. we also have one more. We do. Our final one It's a three-horse race. Here comes Evie Cummings in the impact. We have one life. We have one planet Earth. And this Earth is full of creative, determined, and smart people, including you. From now on, we're going to support and hold respect for these people who own their own businesses because they have gone against the tides, explored their passions and opened something up of their own. Sustainable shopping is the future, whether you like it or not. And you will like it. And that was Evie's uh, nomination. On sustainable shopping. Do you yeah. shop a lot? Um, not, well, as you, as you will be able to tell, not really. No. Um, mo- a, a lot of the shopping that I do end up doing is probably from charity shops. Just Go on. Because, what are you wearing today? Give um, us who are you wearing? Well, at the moment, on on the bottom, I'm wearing uh, Matalan. What about your shoes? We start oh, with the shoes up. Yes, uh, the shoes up. These are um, Sorrel boots I got from <laughs> a, an online um, second-hand retailer. Oh, second-hand. Yes. Well, so, uh, basically, it's one of those things where you find a, a type of shoe that works for you. And like you just size keep buying that And you keep buying that one specific one for as much as you can because otherwise at some point they'll stop making it. Yeah. And then How many of those have you gone through? I've got... Um, none. I've, I've not gone through any of them So this is your yet. first this is, quite, this is quite a recent one. I've actually got three different pairs of these. Oh, very nice. In different colours, obviously. Yes. Uh, My mum has got has bought the same boot four times. Because well. she wears it every day that in the last yeah. three years she's gone through four pairs. Yeah. Actually, actually, an interesting thing I read a little while back is that if you want your uh, shoes and boots to last a nice long time, if you've got a couple of different ones, you've got to alternate days wearing them because it allows the rubber uh, on the soles just to reform and reharden. Because if you keep using them every single day, yeah, then it doesn't have to. time to reform. Um, so it just prolongs the lifetime of your shoes. Yeah, very nice. So these are pants from Matalan. Yes, these are Matalan trousers. I got them many, many years ago. Did I they come with the stains or? Oh no, no, those are vintage, uh, ah, vintage okay. Davis. <laughs> <laughs> those are all DIY. 
And your top, then very, top. a lovely. Kieran is sporting a lovely mustard yellow today. Yeah, lovely. I wouldn't call it mustard. I yellow, would definitely I'd call that mustard. Like you would pour mustard on that, and you wouldn't see a stain. Well, okay. So. Um, a squeezy mustard, I can see. Yeah. But not like actual mustard. No, not real mustard. Not, real not mustard. like Dijon mustard Dijon. or whole grain. <laughs> but. This is probably the most upper <laughs> class conversation I'm we've ever had. <laughs> we talked about farmhouse cheese and we talked about Dijon, Dijon mustard. <laughs> but yes, not not Dijon because that's a lighter colour. No, it's but like that squeezy burger Mackey's mustard. mustard. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Mackey's, you know Mackey's mustard stains for anybody who would like to know. Yeah, how did you think this was white to begin with? Yeah, it was. And then you jumped in a vat of Mackey's mustard. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do every day at work. Um, to get away from the hoard somehow. But yes, but no, so Evie's piece is about sustainable hmm. living. And, uh, you know, shopping in thrift stops. And there's a lot that have opened up in Salford and Manchester around because we've started as a society, you know, I feel like our generation is the generation that's got to make the change. Yeah. Or we're trying, at least. Well, we're trying to get the older generation to make the change, but... But you're not doing we, it, we are you, Kieran? No. You're not doing it. Well, I'm I'm the like multiple generations. You're so you're like, you're like basically a dinosaur. I'm I'm the biblical generation. You, you are know? you are, but I think there's little things that we can do every day. I was saying earlier how my building doesn't recycle. I think it's disgusting. Yeah, it's one of those things I found is really weird. Somehow, isn't it? Like you end up with um, some places where their recycling thing is basically non-existent. Oh, ours know? is definitely non-existent. We have one bin that we share. And everything goes in that yeah. bin. I, I remember looking at, um, in uh, first year when we were, I was staying in student accommodation, just, my, I had a great view. I had a view of the bins. Oh, a lovely view. Yeah. And I would just, because they had theoretically separated recycling and uh, standard general waste, right? But I just saw bin bags in everything. Oh, yeah, people don't care. No. But we need to change that. Well, we can try. We can try. I mean, the world's currently on fire, so... Oh, yeah, it is. Let's see. We say that during heatwave. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I do love a heatwave. I won't lie. But, yeah, I, I actually uh, chatted to Evie briefly uh, when the nominations came out, and, you know, just to kind of congratulate each other. And uh, she was, like, really, like, surprised to have been nominated because I, I'm, I think she's... Uh, she, she's kind of struggled a bit um, throughout her university experience, and I think this really helps her just to kind of see that you know she does that she does put out good work in it. You know, it's part of the um, the thing is you you kind of learn what works for you, and evidently she's found uh, something that works for her. A, a way of producing work that works for her clearly, because you know, as we know, Adam who uh, does the these, love of my life these nominations. I said this Adam today. doesn't provide like these nominations on a whim. No. If he thinks your work is bad, he will sell. He tell will you tell you his your work is he, bad. I restarted my final project because he told me that it was not yeah. good. Um, so, for him to kind of nominate. You you know your work is yeah, good. Yeah, it's worth it. It's, you yeah. know your work is worthy. So, yeah. so those are the audio feature. Yes, we do have a little message from Adam. We do. Uh, yes. Tell him how he chose the nominations. Yes, we should probably. We should play, play that. that. We should have played that about twenty-five minutes ago. But we were talking about cheese. Yeah, we we had much more important things to do. So enjoy this word from uh, Emily's future ex-husband. No, I would never. 
Okay, yeah. best audio feature. This was across level six and level five for the three nominations. Well done, Kieran, Matt, and Evie. Uh, three brilliant pieces, and I thoroughly enjoyed working with all of you. If there was a category in the BAFTAs for best improvement or coming the longest way from quite a difficult starting point to a brilliant finish, I would give that to Evie because uh, the amount of work that you put in, Evie, to improve your skills and to dedicate yourself to creating a lovely piece of content is fabulous so you get my special category BAFTA award um sorry you don't actually get the the physical thing but anyway back to best audio feature Kieran's piece uh was magnificently detailed beautifully soundscaped and funny and informative and uh I just love listening to it Matt likewise the perennial hacienda always comes up everyone wants to make something about the manchester music scene matt i told you at the beginning you had to do something different and you know what you did it brilliant so kieran matt evie lovely stuff but i just want to give a wider shout out to uh my audio students across both semesters uh it's been an absolute privilege working with you and i'm really looking forward to working with uh, you in future if you have chosen my modules and um well level six let's keep in touch and good luck out in the world well done so a little message from adam there and you are you going to I'm take some up. of these recordings back home I'm with out. you i'm out. just to i'm not <laughs> actually going to break night. up Adam's marriage. I've met his wife, and Anna is lovely. She is. They deserve each other. Maybe you, so you can. Cute. I was. I was going to say something quite. Were quite... you going to say marry his son because that's weird? Oh no, I wasn't actually. Oh, you're not. Actually, uh, so what I was going to say was it slightly better than that. Oh, so was I, it? So I think I'm comfortable saying it now, seeing as you've suggested that. <laughs> I didn't suggest it. I just like, thought you were going to say that. No, I was. I was going to say if you had an agreement with Anna that should she uh, pass away at some point. This is getting very inappropriate for radio. Well, apologies, guys. I will, I, I will leave you to. If you have met Adam, you know that he is lovely. Yeah, if you met him, you understand. But you understand. honestly, if you're level five or level four and you're listening to this and you have the opportunity to go and do some of Adam's modules, so uh, for le level five modules, that's creative audio and podcasting and radio features. And then levels. If you're, yeah. Oh, and sorry, then, I'm very busy. No, it's all right. You can. And then level six is, uh, wouldn't you know it, advanced creative audio and advanced podcasting radio features. He's, you know, he, he puts all his energy into actually providing the module rather than naming them. Yes. Yes, he does. But he tells you exactly what you need. But if you are in any way interested in doing audio, then on the creative side anyway, in the art artistic side, then 100% go and uh, do one of Adam's modules because he... Look, I've been through quite a lot of university time. You have in my time more than the average person. Yeah, I've done this one, like previous. How ones. many degrees have you done? I don't you know got? anymore. Um, then there was this stint at Padua University during the Renaissance, and then uh, I helped found a couple in ancient Greece. You did, you did. Uh, did did a couple. And of you, did, when you were on the first moon landing, building university there. Uh, yeah, well, I I stowed away into the cargo hold of Apollo Eleven. Yeah, so. Yeah. 
they had a couple of issues. I had to chuck out some um, some gear, but yeah. hopefully it wasn't one of them. Yeah, they they don't need the uh, life support, do they? No, they don't need so. any of those parachutes. Hopefully not. Well, they didn't, so it was all right. Excellent, excellent. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what we were talking. <laughs> about. I have no idea either. We were talking about cheese. A long time ago, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, uh, we were saying if you had the opportunity to work with audio and Adam, then I would take it. Yeah, I'm very glad I did. Def- def- definitely do. Oh, yeah, because I've been through a lot of university time, and Adam provides the most robust, constructive, detailed feedback I have ever had. So he will sit down with your session file. He will do a full video commentary uh, pointing out you know, where bits could improve, what he likes, what he doesn't like so much, and how to just make it the best that it can possibly be. And I've not had that in any other university experience. But pre-warning, if you go to ask him about it the next day, he won't remember any of it. Well, no. No, You, if there's anything to do with organising like a date and time for him to turn up to something, then you will need to remind him or like tattoo it on his skin. Yes, yes. To get him to... But that's why we love him. That's why we love him. I mean, mean, we're both scatterbrained as well. We're a little bit, as this show (laughs) can... Can Can testify. Yes. Yes. Okay, so... But our next category... Our next category is... What's your fancy doing? Do let's fan- do the radio shows. Let's go for the radio show. Let's, let's, split, let's radio split it up. Should we just talk about our radio show? Yeah, we can talk about our radio show. So I think we were robbed. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, this year. I thought this you meant year. last year for level five. Oh, no, five last year we were we robbed. Because we won that. But this say, year we were we robbed. We can't be robbed. No. We, me and Kira have worked on a, together a lot. Yeah, an uncomfortable amount. Uh, an uncomfortable amount. An uncomfortable amount. I don't know how we keep getting thrown into the same groups. I think it's the uh, our combined brain cell. The one. Yeah. The singular brain cell. Yeah. I've got 75% of it. Rude. That is very rude. All right, 66%, two thirds. How have you got two thirds? That's not fair. Without me, we would have no contributors because you refuse to ring anybody. Let's it's stop this n- argument <laughs> on, 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 this on live This is potentially air. not the place for No, it's not. But... The second year radio shows. Should we have a cheeky little idea yeah, before I, we go? I on? think we probably should. Just to remind you that what you're, you're listening, listening to. to. You're listening to the BAFTAs on Utter Radio. Now you're talking. So it is currently 35 past two, mm. and we are going to tell you about the second year shows. So yeah. we have. We have the experience. We have. We know what we're talking about. We made a little, a little show last year yes. that got nominated and won. And, if you didn't and know, won. yeah, we didn't won. just get nominated. We, we won. won that one. We did so, win. So we know what we're talking about when it we comes do. to level we... five radio studio, which is quite a good thing, really, because we've got nothing else going on. Today. No, we don't. So the so we have three groups. Yes, three groups of wide-eyed youngsters who yes. are jostling for position so in the our... horse race of <laughs> radio. Are you done with your metaphor now? I don't know. So our first radio show is a show called Bossing It, with an exclamation point. And that show is done by Adele Davis, Tegan Easton, Flora Mossman, Adam Morgan, Isabel Sheldrick and Matthew Green. Did we have this many people? I don't know. Let's let's figure let's it out. Let's have a little clip. Let's, let's have, have a little let's listen. Have, let's have a little count while we have a listen. Hello 
and welcome to a very special episode of Bossing It on the week following International Women's Day. This is a show for women, all about women. I'm Flora and joining me in the studio today are my wonderful co-hosts, Tegan, Izzy and Adele, ready to take you through all things female. Empowering women all over the world. This is Bossing It on Utter Radio. Apologies, folks. We, we were, were trying to figure out we how many were people was in our, our hands group, and it was going very badly. It was going very badly. Our one brain cell wasn't up to it, <laughs> but that was bossing it. Yeah, from what I heard, it was a bit about female empowerment. I like yeah, that idea. That's, that's good. interesting. Very interesting. Not as interesting as our show last year. We can't talk about that. So, and our second nomination is a show called Music Unplugged. But, oh, oh, and welcome first. to Music yeah, Unplugged, to the show in which we delve deep into the fascinating field of music. I'm Matt. And I'm Evie. Get in touch and let us know on our socials at Utter Radio and bring on 2023. You're listening to Music Unplugged on Utter Radio. So that was Music Unplugged by Frankie Golder, Sam Cooper, Evie Capstick, Ben Rhodes and Matt McGettrick. Wow, Matt is he's really on good. It. He's, he's getting a couple. Let's just make sure he's not on creative audio. No, that's okay. He's not matching mine from last year. I'm safe. No, no you're okay. You're okay. I'm safe. But he is your competition for tonight. He is. He you is nervous? Um... I don't know about nerves. Um, I'm kind of quite dead you inside. You are a robot. Yeah, I was going to say, you are a robot. So you don't feel... What I, are I, nerves? I, I don't know. I think my nerves are quite shot anyway, yeah. so I'm not... That's cause just because you're old. But yeah, I mean, yeah. If, when it comes to award ceremonies, it tends to be... It's the choice of the judge. Right. And it's basically what they like first. That is true. What they like first? No, what they like best. Yeah, I was going to say, what they like best. Yeah, it's like... You, and anyway. then there is one more show. Oh, this show's there basically is. us. North versus North. the South. I'm not South, you I'm East. You are South. I'm East. Yeah, South East. No, just East. South East. No, just East. South East. No. You have to be... Where do you think the South East is? Down there. Oh, okay. Any any more? Okay, any so you have the that? North. So there's the North, right, which is... All of like northwest, and I'm northwest. I'm not west. I'm northwest. And then there's northeast. Like, so you're saying you're just east. So you're saying you live in Newcastle. Well, no, because you're southeast and northeast. There can't just be one. I get there's east and west. So if, it, if we would then be, we would also be east versus west as well as north versus south. I mean, I don't mind doing east versus west. That's because we are also east. Would you rather be east versus west? Yeah. Instead of north versus south. Because yeah, I because I'm east. Because it what we call is East Anglia. Yeah. It's literally got the word east in it. Yeah, but it's down south. No, it, it's not really. I don't, to be honest, I don't know what, where it is. And I always say, is it? It's not Nottingham, is it? No, Nottingham is very. It's Norwich. It's, it's quite Norwich. Close. I knew it started with an, an N. N and an O. I also it starts with a no. Only learned this recently. Another thing to know about Kieran is that he refuses to reveal details of his personal life. Yep, true. We know nothing. I know a few minimal facts about Kieran. You you know the important things. I learned a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, that you were from Norwich, and I keep saying it's Nottingham. I know yeah. that you have a partner that works in cheese. Yeah. I know you went to Disneyland with your partner. Yeah. And I know it's you... Just because it turned up on Instagram, probably. No, because we we had to postpone our show because of it. Oh, yeah. And I know that you lived in Norway for a while. Yeah. And that's all I Another know. Another place beginning with N-O. Another place beginning with N-O. And that's all I know about Kieran. Yeah, and I we've like known each other for like three years. I like saying no, mostly in the places I live. Yeah. And we've like known each other for three years. Yeah. Very secretive. Anyway, back to the show. What were we talking about? North versus South. That's 
So the third show is North versus South. Can we get a little clip, please, Karen? Yes, we can, hopefully. North versus South. Hello, and welcome to North versus South. Every day, Southerners living in the North are living a tough ordeal. Who is the better comedian, Michael McIntyre or Peter Kay? Peter Kay, surely. Well, it was close, but Michael won with 55% of the vote. North versus South. I I can't get over that. Peter Kay's just better than Mal. Actually, to be fair, I do prefer Michael McIntyre, but the northern person in me needs Peter Kay. Yeah, well, well it's this sort of thing with comedy, isn't it? It's all subjective. Isn't yeah, it? you can't have necessarily have better. You just have. But if I was going to think of like a southern comedian, I wouldn't have said Michael McIntyre. I would have said Jack Whitehall. Yeah, I'd, I'd say he's so. a lot more. He, he's very. He's London very. Based, isn't yeah, he? he's very solid. But well, yeah, that was North versus South with Francis Masubi, Abby Collins, Archie McWatt, Joe Grant, and Akelia Hewitt. So uh, it's going to be an interesting. Uh, set because the the level five shows are they're all half an hour long. They are, they and are. Um, it's quite easy on those ones because we found last year, didn't we? That um, it also happens in the the level six shows is that what happens is you you start right at the beginning as you do, but the thing is, the opening couple of minutes feel like they take forever. They, they really do. They? That first five minutes feels like it takes 20 and then like you blink and the next thing is 25 minutes past and you're like oh great i've got half the show left to do we we haven't done half the show because our panic brains kind of front load all the conversation and all the banter right at the beginning because we think all the stuff we've got will not take the time we need and then you're playing catch up the entire way through to try and cut down on stuff but if you've got a load of pre-recorded content or your guest happens to be interesting and you actually want to hear more of them then it's 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 a crunch i think the good thing about live shows is that it's never like you could do it three times and it would never be the same show yeah exactly because you know you cut things out you talk more about things like we're showing today we're great at babble Oh yeah. We but we didn't host this one, did we? Me I well I hosted it. I presented it, but it was me and Joe. Yeah. But we you know, it's about learning when to talk, how long to talk for and what to do. It's a lot of a lot of skills of blabbing that you wouldn't think you needed. Yeah, I, I'm very good at not reading scripts or me not keeping too. to scripts. So I think I don't do scripts. Yeah, I think As jo- you can tell by this show. Yeah. Joe is actually very good, or was very good. I'm sure he is still very good at keeping yeah. two Joe scripts. Joe is still alive. Yeah. You, like, we've not lost him. But I haven't checked his script reading capacity recently. No, I have not. I've not why. checked up on Joe recently. Is yeah. Joe doing okay? Uh, I mean, we'll ask him a bit later. He's, uh, he is nominated, he is nominated, for, nominated for Best Editing. But... And Best Theory. I'm pretty sure. No, he's not. Is he not? Oh, no, I'm just blind. Sorry, guys. I just broke Joe's heart. Joe's is nothing. Joe, I'm afraid, sorry. Sorry, Joe. Just the editing. Just the editing. But yeah, he he was always very good at uh, staying on script. Whereas, um, so I think that worked with it's you. The that's two nominated of you. for best theory. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but with us together, we're both very good at just blabbing. going off and blabbing. Yes. And that's as as it turns out, that's not great for a nice slick radio show. It's no. fantastic when you need to kill time and you don't like have we a, have done for forty three minutes and you don't have a planned show out because. You know, the planned host is busy doing full rehearsals for a. Uh, we miss an you, Matty. Ceremony. We yes, love you. Please come back. 
Otherwise, it will need more cheese. More cheese, please. Actually, I do have a really good story about Walsh and Gromit. Uh, but we'll I actually do. Later. They're from Wigan. Yeah, so we'll, so we'll save that a bit later. I think we'll spread out the cheese content. Like, we do, but we do have cheese. a little a little message from Gaza. Gaz the man. We do. The man that yes. makes the legend the about these lovely shows. Yeah, so let's hear that now. Um, another man who was very good at, at babbling on. He is. Hello, this is Gary Morrisrow. I lead the Level 6 Radio Studio and Level 5 Radio Studio categories uh, this year's BAFTAs. And I've got to say, wow, what a selection of top quality radio magazines we've had this year. It's been so difficult to find uh, the nominations and it has been very difficult to narrow it down. And we've got very, very strong feels tonight for those two categories. We've got sex, that sells, cars, that sells, trends, music, uh, we've got the conflict between North versus South, all of human life is here in Radio Studio at Level 6 and Level 5. I'm very much looking forward to seeing the results of those categories tonight. But whatever happens, well done to all those nominated, well done to all those that have participated in these modules and well done to everybody that's taken part in the BAFTAs production or indeed the radio coverage on Utter Radio. You're all legends on the BAFTAs day. A nice little word from Gary there. Oh, Gaz, man. Yeah. Um, I, I was just going to say, because um, he, he touched again on the, the, the eternal battle between North, the North and the and South. South. Um, we've all taken part in the great scone-scone debate. Oh, we did this last time. We did do this last time, but I think it's worth mentioning. Which debate? How it's pronounced or how you eat it? Oh, oh. Uh, pronouncing. Pronouncing. Okay. That's, that's much more of a north south thing. Um, yeah, the other ones like um, just it's Dev- like Cornwall and Devonshire. And Cornwall. Yeah. What are you? I bet. You, I bet you're scone, aren't you? No, I'm scone. Are you scone? I'm, I'm scone, scone too. Yeah. Who's scone then? Um, interestingly enough, I, I, I think I, scone is northern actually. Um, it's very. It's it's a really weird thing actually because um, below I think Sheffield it. Very, it's definitely a kind of a scone territory. Yeah. However, um, you know, past that north, it does tend to be scone. However, there are interesting little pockets around like Manchester and I think up to. I think to, it's Liverpool as well. Uh, yeah, they're very I th- scone. I, I think, yeah, there are certain po- pockets in the north scone. which do say scone. Yeah, because I feel like, let me just channel my inner Liverpoolian. Oh, should we have a scone, lad? A scone? No, it's a scone. It's a scone in it. Yeah, okay, sure, why not? Well, I mean, when we meet one, we'll ask one. A Liverpudlian? Was my Liverpudlian accent not okay for you? Yeah, but, I mean, we, we'd want to know. The... A real Liverpudlian? Oh, yeah. That's fair enough. See, I am... Um, well, technically, you did say below Sheffield, and technically Manchester is below Sheffield. No, it's not, it's above Sheffield. No, my geography is awful. Yeah. It is very, <laughs> very bad. <laughs> it's very bad. But I, I do say scone, because it's like it's scone, like it's gone. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, but then also... People make the scone like a cone. cone. Yeah, that's fair. But But I I think it doesn't really matter, does it? We both know who you, who, what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I was gonna say the practicality of the other debate is to me it does not make sense to put clotted cream on your scone first. Okay, so so we're moving into the second. We're moving into the the second half of the debate. I say. You, you take your scone. If you're mm-hmm. going to eat it half and a half, yeah. then you're going to put jam first 
and then clotted cream and you eat it like an open sandwich. Because why would you put jam on top of clotted cream? Because you can spread the, the jam and it makes a nice, like, solid foundation. Whereas the clotted cream doesn't. You've got to keep spreading the clotted cream as you spread the jam. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's why it's, it's clotted cream, so it's a bit thicker than yeah, but you're regular, still, like, whipped cream. It's still got to spread over the edge. Yeah, it's, it's, it can still spread, but I think it does also depend on what you use to, like, dollop the jam. Because if yeah. you use a knife... Yeah, probably. It's, it's easier to But if you use, use a spoon. But if you use a spoon. Also, how set then, is your jam? Yeah. Like a, a, proper, a cold set jam. Yeah, because if, if, jams do tend to be, you know, a bit more um, kind of jelly-like, yeah. don't they? Whereas if you have, like, the fancier conserves, oh, which you probably do. If you've, got a, if you've got actual clotted cream, you probably have a fancy conserve. Yeah. They tend to be a bit more liquidy, and you probably will They do. Same with the preservative. Yeah, so it very much depends. And also... Like, who cares? Yeah. But then if you're going to eat it together, then you would put jam on one and clotted cream on the other and put them on top. Yeah, put them together, make a little burger. Sandwich. And you're fine. Yeah. Anyway, we've talked about so many <laughs> I'm random I'm really things. hungry. I'm starving. Can anybody bring us some scones? Can we ring someone for scones? Can we have a little scone bell? You're like an <laughs> afternoon tea bell. I need, I need a red telephone here. <laughs> to go, bring me scones. We'll ring Matty. Matty, bring the scones. Well, no, they're not doing anything important. Yeah, they're only you know hosting the entire yeah. show. It's kind of boring, to be honest. No, we could be up here talking about scones and cheese. Well, we can go back into cheese if you really want, or we uh, could do some more audio stuff. Your yeah, choice. let's do some more audio let's stuff. Let's do some more audio. Uh, let's go through the uh, the last one. So that's uh, creative, the creative audio. Creative audio. Uh, we didn't provide much insight on the radio shows, I think. Oh, no, we didn't. Should we talk about the radio shows? Yeah, we shows kind of more? forgot. We got we distracted. Went, we went to the North versus South and then forgot about all the other stuff. We did get distracted. Um, so, yeah, the, the bossing it, that was um, Adele Davis, Tegan Easton, Flora Morsman, Adam Morgan, Isabel Sheldrick, and Matt Green. Uh, Matt Green is also up for Student of the Year in year level five, I believe. As is Flora Morsman. Yes, that, they that's going to be contentious. It really because is. we had a bit of a a tiff, not really a tiff, but we had a bit of a. You going to sneeze? <coughs> there it is. Apologies. Uh, you had we had an interesting time uh, last summer when we had when we had our BAFTA. Oh. When it when it came to deciding fine. who got to keep it. Yeah. No. Do, do you know what? There wasn't even a decision. There I, wasn't I a was decision. I was there on the day. Yes, because it was my boyfriend's birthday and I couldn't be there. You could have done. I you couldn't. Been. I had plans. I was eat, I was busy eating a fondue. Okay. Not the well, cheese gruyere. Uh, okay. Mm, okay, that's all right. In a fondue. I wouldn't put it on a sandwich, but in a fondue. Anyway. Mm. Uh, yeah, and Karen stole the award. I didn't. Is that the only award you won? Uh, yes. I was going to say, because if you had the other awards... If I had gotten another one, then I would probably yeah. would have let someone else have it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Karen stole the award. He did. That's the end of the story. Karen stole the award. Uh, well, that's like saying someone stole the show. Yeah, Yeah, I, I stole the show, but you stole the award. Well, you weren't even at the show. No, I wasn't. I had plans. I'm going to be there this year. I'm not even nominated this year, and I'm going to be there. Yeah, you may, I mean, you may as well, right? I might as well. There, I'm will, gonna... there will be some drinky drinks. <gasps> drinky booze. So uh, if you're at the awards later on, you've got that to look forward to. I heard Karen Davis is putting his wallet behind the bar. Yeah, but... I don't think with, he knows with, this. With nothing in it. With nothing in it. Nothing in it. You don't get any drinks out of it. No, it's just the wallet. Nothing else. Uh, but... Okay, once again... Oh, we've got some lovely ASMR. 
Oh, that so, is nice, isn't it? Nice. Let's see if my water bottle does anything. Some lovely ASMR. Well, that was nice. I like the little... Yeah, because you've got one of those uh, metal... Yeah, it's Megan's. I stole it from her. Oh, OK. Does she know? Yeah, she gave it to me. No, oh, then it's not really stealing it. No. I purchased it her... F I bought it her for her birthday. It's got all the F1 tracks on it. And then now she's had the lucky privilege of going home to get changed while I have to stay here. She lent it to me. Okay. So so we've gone from stealing to gave to lent. Yeah. Lent. We're going to go with lent. Okay. It's also a religious holiday. It is. It is. Well done. <laughs> so. Uh, fun facts with Emily Lancashire. <laughs> fun facts. Oh, I'm ready for bed, guys. Yeah. I hate to break I'm ready it for to lunch you. is what I'm, I'm ready for. I'm so hungry. If there's any listeners out there, can you please bring us some food? Yeah, so if you know where the uh, studio is, the uh, radio studio, first floor of the Media City building, then feel free to throw any sort of uh, burger, sandwich, packet of chips. Um, Do you call them chips? I mean crisps. No, no, I meant chips. Oh, you meant chips. I meant okay. chips. I'm okay. not sure why I said packet. That was I don't a, know what you said, that, packet. That, that, no, I'd oh, love some chips right now, some chips and cheese. Oh, yeah. some cheesy chips. And, and a bit of gravy as well. Oh, and you, do you know what? I didn't think you were going to go with the cheesy chips and gravy. That's well, a very northern thing. Well, yeah. If, I mean, that's basically poutine. And if you, It is, but it's different. You know what? I don't like poutine. poutine. I don't like poutine. Yeah. I genuinely believe that the cheese should be melted. Those cheese curds that don't melt upset me. Like, if you, what, what's the point of putting cheese on it if it's not going to melt? Well, the thing is, cheese curds are meant to melt a lot easier than Yeah, but they cheese. don't melt. Yeah, Like, it, on poutine, if, they don't melt. The yeah, whole point is that they don't know. That's kind of stupid. Yeah. This is really stupid. Yeah. Canada, what's up with you? Yeah, what is up with you? I know Canada. You're you're listening, all of you. All of you are listening. Yeah. What's his name? Thoreau? Mi Thoreau? Mr. Thoreau? Canada. No, what's his name? Thoreau? Oh, Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau! <laughs> not, Michael, not Louis Thoreau. <laughs> Louis Thoreau. I thought, do you know what? I thought I saw Louis Thoreau this morning. But he was just a random man. <laughs> he was just a random man <laughs> digging through my bins again. Yeah, he was. Anyway. What sort of life do you lead that Louis Theroux is going to be digging through your bins? He's doing a new documentary about why Manchester Cambridge Mill doesn't recycle. And you dig it through I mean, maybe you should. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. Louis, I know you're listening. Louis's listening. Louis's listening. Come do... Come home, man, for tea and we'll do a show about why Manchester doesn't recycle. Yeah, we'll make some proper poutine. Poutine. Mm. Every time we start talking about food, my stomach starts We've rumbling. We've only been talking about food. I know, food. <laughs> and it's been rumbling for a long time. What do you want to talk about instead? Maybe the creative audio shows? Yeah, I, th I think that's probably a good idea. That'll take, okay, let's take, talk about that. take my stomach off it. Well, we're going to hit Adam again. Oh, are we? Yes. Yeah, we are. Yes, some, some more wise words from, from the Scotsman. The, the Scottish sage. I love teaching audio, uh, I love teaching podcasting. I have to say the creative audio side of things is really what makes me feel privileged to be able to be doing what I absolutely love, which is making creative audio, but more importantly, passing on that enthusiasm and that passion. And the three nominees, Lovnish, Adele and Flora for the Creative Audio BAFTA have done me proud. They've done themselves proud and they've, they've caught the bug and they've produced some wonderful work. I wish you all good luck tonight and uh, just a wider 
thank you to all my creative audio students this year it was a great pleasure teaching you and next year if you've taken i'm talking about level fives here uh, if you've taken the level six advanced creative module we are going to take it so much further and planning it now and uh, we're going to do some special stuff really look forward to it and good luck tonight that was adam fowler the scotsman yes the yes. man the myth led the legend the man the myth the legend how many times adam do we have fowler? to say that yeah, I okay, let's move on. From that, I shall apologize. We? Move on. So, Adam is has nominated these people for yes. creative audio. Yes. So, uh, creative audio. Now, uh, bearing in mind, all of these are level fives. Yes. Because unfortunately, the level six uh, module, advanced creative audio, was unable to run. It was, wasn't unfortunately. it? This is another one I was nominated for last year. All right. So, uh, well, my point was going to be, I, I might, we might be able to provide some insights. Oh yeah, we can actually talk about the this interesting one. points of each of them, rather than just talking about trees, north and south, and yeah. cheese. And anyway, so let's have a listen to the first one. So that's going to be um, Adele Davis. Let's go for 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 Judgment Day. is a defense mechanism that allows us to avoid feeling shame or guilt. When others lash out at you in anger, with words or action, their battle is not with you, but with themselves. So that was Adele's with uh, Judgment, Day. Judgment Day. Wow, that was beautiful. Now, if you don't know what's actually involved in doing creative audio... I actually do not. I never took it. Could you no. please explain? Okay, so basically the idea is you've got to make... Adam kind of provides you a, a bit of a blank slate. Um, the only thing you really need to do is create like a soundscape around some sort of like poem or like spoken word, maybe some song lyrics or what have you. Basically the idea is just to create a nice kind of like soundscape to accompany and back up like the themes and uh, what's going on in the the text itself. Uh, so last year I, naturally, because I'm weird, I picked um, one of the poems from The Hobbit. Of course you did. Which of the, which Hobbit? Which one? The, the book. Well, I, I know that, the, but the, this... The book, The Hobbit. Oh, wait, no, I'm getting confused. I thought you meant Lord of the Rings. I know no. it's the same thing, but, like, there's, th uh, there's three Lord of the Rings. Yes, but there's only one, The Hobbit. No, there's one, The Hobbit, and it's me, apparently. Yeah. Do you not hear, but apparently I live in the Shire. Yeah, you do. The you Lancashire. Do. Lancashire. What's your favourite Lord of the Rings film? Or book? Uh... Film, I'm kind of, I'm quite partial to the first one. Really? Actually, yeah. Because even though the the second two have these like grand fantastical do, battles and everything, and the like, just the the third film is just generally like a, a masterpiece. It literally won seventeen Oscars. It did. Um, I I like the first one just because like you get this you start off with a sense of like quiet and peacefulness and then it, there's a little bit in there when they're travelling from um, Hobbiton kind of towards um, Rivendell and that's that kind of turns into a bit of a horror movie because they end up stalked by one of the ring wraiths. They do that bit scared the life out of me. And that's just like 
nightmare fuel when you're like eight years old and watching it for the first time. Or when you're 21 and watching it for the first yeah. time. 20? 21? I don't know. But, anyway, but also, stop like, talking. It's just some real nice just narrative. Like, this is your quest. It's yeah. very classic. We'll stop talking about The Hobbit and all oh, the rings okay. now. But yeah, so you were saying that you chose a poem from The Hobbit? Yeah, so um, I, the idea was, yeah, you, you pick a poem and you kind of create... Uh, a soundscape around it. So my one I picked because it was it felt very cinematic, and I could almost imagine what um, it would look like it was if it was on film. Obviously, at, you know, at the time there were Hobbit films to kind of yes reference. So they they do kind of sing that song. So I had a, a little bit of um, inspiration from that. There are a couple of references uh, in my piece, you know, from the film. Mostly, there's a bit of fire crackling at the beginning, which is. Um, the, the majority of the reference, but I could see in, like, in my head what I wanted to happen, and that's kind of where I uh, started building from that. So it would be interesting to know where everyone kind of dis, um, got their, you know, poems from what they decided to do. Um, I also picked my piece because I don't really like poetry. Really? I thought you would love that. No, it, it seems a like lot a nerdy it, thing for you to enjoy. <laughs> Um, well, I can write about it quite well because I know the sorts of stuff people, you know, put into the poems. But I, I kind of tend to struggle with kind of the abstract uh, nature of things and the things that people, like the the authors, what they intend and what they're referring to. It's usually hidden by like, uh, like three different layers of subtext, and I I tend to find that a bit more difficult than some other people. So like going for the Hobbit. It's a book written for children. All the themes and everything are very much on the surface, and I can kind of I can work with that. I can understand that. Very nice. Very interesting. So let's look at the author nominations. Yeah, so, so, so Adele's one. Sorry, just to kind of. No, no, it's okay. Go back. That was that was really. There was a lot of. You could really hear, like the soundscape. I know the whole yeah. point of it's that, but it was very. You can hear like the swords clashing and the fire crackling. Yeah, there, there was some very nice, there was some nice rhythm to it. Yeah. You could hear the the swords kind of clonking like a, a like a war drum effectively going and there was some nice panning left and right. I'm glad we got these in stereo because otherwise they would be real dull. Um, so, by, by the way, stereo is a lot better than mono for this yes. sort of yes, thing. Yes, it is. So... <laughs> Anyway, let's hear the second one. Uh, so this will be Flora Moorsman, who is also up for the uh, radio show. Oh. Uh, Flora's is uh, In Memoriam Sarah Everard. So I'm not sh- quite sure what content's going to be in this. It might be quite... quite um, Sad. Quite sad. So it's, it's 30 seconds long, so if you're not up for that sort of thing, then check back in about a minute or so, all right? You are every woman wronged. What have we done to earn this curse, this hatred? Even the word woman. Contains its counterpart, man. Sorry, we were having a conversation. (laughs) That was... In memorial. In memoriam, Sarah Everard. I can't read. I think I've just realised. Sorry. You've, you've just realised. I've just realised. Twenty-one I can't, on units on this planet. I can't read. 
But yeah, so that was, yes, in memoriam, several rounds. I can't speak either. We'll get there eventually. Do you want to try again? We've got time. Yes. Got time. In memoriam, Sarah Everett. There we go. Beautiful. See, that was all right. So that, yes, that was by uh, Flora Moorsman. So if she doesn't win later on, then she's got a second chance with the radio show, which is what I did. So You had three chances. I had three you chances. Greedy I blew two beggar. Of them. You oh, did. Blew two I, of think, them. I like to think the last chance was because of me. My beautiful Dorset tones. No, I'm not from Dorset. Me Wigan tones. I think I was trying to say Dulcet, yeah. not Dorset. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, back I, to I, the I piece. Quite, I quite like that as a joke, actually. Do you? Yeah. See, I can make funny jokes. So, um, but back to the piece. Yeah. Sorry, we, we've got some uh, very loud bass yeah. is that, coming from the bass guitar. Is that Gary Morris for all? No, Gary's on the drums. Gary is on drums. Who is on bass? Is it Lyndon? Who's uh, on bass? No, I can't, I can't remember who's on bass at the moment. Is it not Jimmy? No, Jimmy's on the lead No, it's guitar. the other one. It's the other one. The one that we don't know. Yeah, it's like... like the fifth Beatle. Yeah, the, the other one from Queen. Yeah. The one that no one really knows the name of. The one that was there for like two years and then left. Anyway, so that so, piece is about Sarah Everard. Yes. We were having a bit too much of a conversation. So do you want to listen to it again? And we'll actually listen to it this time. Yeah, let's listen to it again. So if you had to turn off earlier... Sorry, Apologies. you're going to have to do it again. You are every woman wronged. What have we done to earn this curse, this hatred? Even the word woman. Contains its counterpart, man. Well, I'm glad we listened to that again, because that was That creepy. was beautiful. Yeah. And it was interesting. There's something about being a woman. I watched a documentary, actually, yes, last night, about what is a woman. Very interesting. Okay. But, that, but back to this. Yeah. Several everyone's story is a very, very sad one, but it's an important one. It is an important yeah. one. Yeah. Do you want to give and, a little bit uh, more context into her story, or...? Uh, I mean, you can do it if you'd prefer, but I, I, th I think if, if you're not um, super aware of, you probably would have seen bits and pieces in the news about Sarah Everard, but if you're not kind of, you know, completely au fait with um, the incident and everything surrounding it, then j just do a quick internet search. You'll probably get plenty you of what's really going would. on, but like... It, it's generally the idea that, you know, even in today's supposed light, enlightened in society, that women still don't feel safe. safe. And the people that are meant to keep us safe They're part do of the, the opposite. They are the problem. So if... Because I, I remember, like, afterwards, um, some of the um, things that police were trying to push was if you're... Like, if a police officer makes you feel uncomfortable, call the police. Yeah. But that doesn't really work because they're still, you know, putting people out who make people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. There's a very interesting documentary called Policing the Police. It's a yeah. radio documentary about vetting and what... And a lot of people don't even call the police because they don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's, it's a difficult line to... It's a difficult subject to cover and... Really um, I'm sure that... Um, Flora does a beautiful job yeah. of treading those... 
lines Yeah, carefully. there were some really nice kind of whispery notes in there, which kind of bounce around at the back of... And I think she's done a really good job um, illustrating the text and what's going on in there from that short, short little bit, so... So should we have a listen to the, the third one? Yes. Uh, so this is... I can't read again. I don't even know where I'm looking. So, so this, this is Love Anish Ramda one. With Hollow of the Three Hills. Misery walks to me. A silk dress dripping red, a silk dress dripping red, a silk dress dripping red. <laughs> from the blood of a family. We've had quite a lot of slightly that creepy ones. That was very creepy, but I kind of loved it. You got, you've got to respect a bass drop. Yes. In I like the little, did you hear the wind chimes? I did. I enjoyed the wind chimes. Right in my right ear, yeah. Did you? I've only got one headphone on, so this panning isn't really working for me. No, it's not doing a great job if, no. <laughs> if you cut <laughs> off one of your ears. But I did enjoy, I enjoyed that one. I'm not really one for horror or for creepy things, but that was really effective It's really, it's really atmospheric, it. isn't yes. it? Can you imagine, you know, closing your eyes and getting chills down your body? Yeah. It feels like I'm in a, quite a problematic... Uh, <laughs> In hindsight, um, like film where they've gone to some old village, yes. like an Indiana Jones type thing, where they've gone to a village and they've kind of sat around and there's like a shaman uh, doing some quite racist probably yeah. thing, you know, in hindsight, because the film was made in the 1980s and they didn't really care about that sort of thing. But no, but it was very beautiful. Yeah. It's very interesting. As someone who didn't do creative audio last year and has never really focused on that aspect listening to how these soundscapes have been created and how they bring, you know, the words and the sounds are brought together. Yeah, like, because cause you've done, like, a, a decent amount of, like, podcast yeah. production and, like, radio feature making. It's like, can you hear how it's all put together? Like, if you were to just listen to that, do you think, okay, so they've done you could, this. Yeah, you could like definitely hear... They've, they've panned this over to the right-hand side, you put can. a bit of reverb the, on it. Yeah, I think you can really hear the thought process that goes behind creating these pieces yeah and that's that's the thing with the creative part of creative audio is that you can see there's this uh kind of like combination of like the technical aspects so you can you can list everything they've done you know the, like we pan this over to uh, yeah. to this one side we stick a bit of reverb on it and then you know we put it through a couple of filters to make it sound like super creepy and all all that but also it pairs with the creative intent which is to elevate the, the story, text yeah. elevate like the whatever they're trying to you know the messages they're trying to put across which is something that we do a little bit in kind of like radio featurey things but it's kind of kicked up to a new level in creative audio because what you're trying to support is sometimes quite difficult to understand so part of it part of the job is actually forming like a barrier, like a bridge in between the text and your brain to kind of like make it make sense in a way because some of the things I've found because uh, recently I did a bit of a, a sound design uh, competition sort of a thing and so, so I, know, I, know, I know what you're watching I right can't now. stop watching it I, I know 
but I'm going to need you to try and... Sorry. For the, for our listeners, I'm currently watching Leslie dancing, and it's very mesmerising. Yeah. I'm losing my concentration. So you were in a competition. Yeah, so one of the things I found, because that, that was... Was this the same competition I was in, or was this a different competition? I don't know which competition are you referring to. Probably a different one. Charles Parker. Yeah, different one. Different one. Different one. Oh, look at our Karen and all these competitions. Yeah. Well, I've got to get some sort of clout somehow. Right. Um, but yeah, the the brief was, you know, you can pick a, a poem from the list and they provide the audio and then you create a soundscape around it. Much the same sort of thing that uh, they do in creative audio, which is quite handy. But it was more of a, like an adult kind of poem. It wasn't, it was a lot more... Uh, thought-provoking, I think. So it was a lot, lot more. It wasn't really my wheelhouse of what my brain can kind of process and understand. So much so, I had to do quite a lot of research around the poem itself and listen to some like radio interviews and stuff to just to try and figure out because it was quite a new poem to figure out what the poet was kind of intending yeah. for it or like what kind of message they were trying to put across. So I could go, okay, this is what they were actually going for let's kind of beef that up a bit very nice what did you end up creating for that um so i ended because it was a three minute thing um it was a poem called last listener at the mid-atlantic frost fair um so i could what i could piece together it was about kind of this person who in like a post-apocalyptic kind of um thing where the seas have all frozen over uh, just goes right into the middle of the Atlantic just to kind of drop like a microphone down to the depths to see what they could hear. Very interesting. Very interesting. That was all of our nominations. Yeah, that was all the creative audio lots. So, and we've actually gone through all of the uh, audio stuff for the time being, but we'll probably come back. We do. We have a little montage for yeah, you first. Yeah, we've got though. a little montage. We'll be back in about... Oh, ten minutes? Ten minutes or so, yeah. Very yeah, nice. Do you want to play, uh, play BAFTAS 23 montage two or one? Let's go with one and we'll finish off with two at the end. Yeah, okay. So we'll play uh, montage one, which we'll be back in ten minutes. So you get a little flavour of everything that's all been... All the nominees All tonight. the nominees for all 17 categories so there's quite a lot going on but we'll be back probably for more cheese content more cheese content in about 10 minutes time goodbye it's time for the BAFTAs best audio feature Kieran Davis Little Cheese Big City I want to tell you this but this ain't no fairy tale. I'm sure you saw it on the news too. The night Elsie disappeared. The theatrical star, Little Cheese, has gone missing. How could that happen? The reporters were asking. The small towner that dreamed of stardom. And just as they was getting into the big time too. How could they just be gone? Matt McGettrick, Hacienda, The Beautiful Nightmare. As iconic. Only time will tell. If you could sum it up in kind of one sentence, what would you say? Uh, beautiful nightmare. It could have been so good and ended up so bad. Evie Cummings, we have one life, we have one planet Earth, and this Earth is full of creative, determined and smart people, including you. 
From now on, we're going to support and hold respect for these people who own their own businesses because they have gone against the tides, explored their passions and opened something up of their own. Sustainable shopping is the future, whether you like it or not. And you will like it. Best Creative Audio Love Niche Ramdawam, Hollow of the Three Hills. Misery walks to me. A silk dress dripping red, a silk dress dripping red, a silk dress dripping red. <laughs> From the blood of a family. You are every. Flora Morsman in memoriam, Sarah Everard. we done to earn this curse, this hatred. Even the word woman. Mm-hmm. contains its counterpart, man. Adele Davies, Judgment Day. Anger is a defense mechanism that allows us to avoid feeling shame or guilt. When others lash out at you in anger, with words or action, Their battle is not with you. Best Level 5 TV Studio Production. Eve Perry and Adam Morgan lights down. Blockbuster that's got the critics raving. We'll go behind the scenes on an up and coming northern filmmaker and we'll be showcasing your reviews of the latest cinema releases. Welcome to Lights Down. Emily Murphy and Akila Hewitt, Penny Pinching. Good morning and welcome to Penny Pinching, the show dedicated to helping students save money and live on a budget. I'm Holly. And I'm Harry. And we're here to help you save money during your time at university. As students ourselves, we know that university life can be tough and one of the biggest challenges can be managing your finances. But with our tips and tricks, you'll be able to save money without sacrificing your social life. Grace Hutchison and Matthew Green, Game On. Hello and welcome to Game On, the show that relies not only on your knowledge, but also your gaming skills. In today's show, two contestants are pitted against each other in a high intensity general knowledge round before the ultimate dance off, which we will decide our channel. Best, Best level six, six radio studio magazine. Hello and welcome Luke Keenan, Lucy Jarvis, Matty Johnson, Molly Chamier, Tom Clark and Patrick Shaw. Sex in 60 Minutes. Do you want to have a hold of it? Oh, Luke. Yeah, I'll have a little go. <laughs> oh, no, I dropped it on the floor. <laughs> oh, she dropped it on the floor. I have dropped the vibrator on the floor in Canal Street. 
Connor Critchley, James O'Malley, Sky Hayward, Megan France, Reese Beard, and Hamish Beaton. Bottom gear. How are you doing, Sky? I've only just got out the car park. You've only just got out the car park. All oh, right. Okay. So whereabouts are you at the moment, then? Um, just outside of the Emmeline Pankhurst statue. Funnily enough, oh, uh, that's okay. a bit of a that's a thought I should have had earlier. But, uh... <laughs> Megan Evans, Chelsea Thomas, Nicole Borrell, Mia Marsh, Eleanor Donoghue, and me, Megan Potts. What goes around comes around. People put them on. They look like My Little Pony. Mullets because they look like a rodent on someone's head. Television drama. Jamie Blair, Deadweight. Cala Marinda. You got a Cala Marinda while buying equipment to bury a body? Yeah. Why? Well, I have to put something normal in with the kit, otherwise it just looks too suspicious. So you thought you'd buy a single can of Marinda to help? Well, next time you kill someone, you can buy the kit. Luke Beck, 2pm, the story of Mambo Miller. I don't know, I, I, I don't know why. But yeah, I just want to cry. I don't know what's making me feel like this. <laughs> like, I feel like a burden. I feel worthless. Like, every new day, my mental stability just seems uncertain. I can't concentrate around people when I feel so low. Cat Davies, your word against mine. Adele Davies, Tegan Easton, Flora Moresman, Adam Morgan, Isabel Sheldrick and Matthew Green. Bossing it. All about women. I'm Flora and joining me in the studio today are my wonderful co-hosts Tegan, Izzy and Adele. Ready to take you through all things female. Empowering women all over the world. This is Bossing It on Utter Radio. Hello and welcome Frankie to Golder, the Sam Cooper, Evie Capstick, Ben Rhodes and Matt McGettrick. Music unplugged. Socials at Utter Radio and bring on 2023. You're listening to Music Unplugged on Utter Radio. Francis Masube, Abby Collins, Archie McGuap, Joe Grant and Akila Hewitt, North versus South. Are living a tough ordeal. Who is the better comedian, Michael McIntyre or Peter Kay? Peter Kay, surely. Well, it was close, but Michael won with 55% of the vote. This is South. Best Level 6 TV Studio Production. Sarah Baker, Lulu Zoo. 
Josh Bradley, The Basement. Hey guys, welcome back to The Basement. Yes, we've had to move out of my mum's basement because apparently we were making too much noise. Don't say it like it's not true. We had the entire outro dedicated to Guitar Hero last time. Oh yeah, we did. Dylan Pengerly, a Discovery Showcase. Good evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I want to welcome you all once again to a Discovery Showcase. This is the only show where we uncover new and upcoming artists from all areas of music and showcase them here just for you. And we've got some fantastic acts coming up. But first, let's just take a moment to think about the arts. It's time for the BAFTAs. And we are back. We promised. We we threatened. We stayed in this entire. We warned you. We were we're back. We're back. We're back. And I promise we stayed in the studio the entire time. Yes, we definitely didn't run across the road to go and get some food. No, we definitely didn't. Definitely not. Definitely didn't. Although um, we, we did manage to grab someone on the way. Or we did. We have a guest. Guest. Yes. Guest. Who's going to go? And just, just. Yeah, you can go in there. If you can you want. go in there. You're more than welcome to just share a mic you with can us. Just stand over his shoulder. Oh, I've got to go in the live room. Oh, you can go in the live yeah, room. Um, no, I'm, 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 this is so prepared, guys, see, as you've heard from the rest of our show. The decision-making process. Oh. Pick your favourite cl- colour, Gary. By the way, we've uh, we've got Gary Morris Rowe on the line, but and um, just turn it on, fade him up. Oh, sorry. There so professional. Go. Oh. Bye, Gary. Hello, Gary. Gary's doing something interesting. He's just gone to go close the door. <laughs> it's it's bounced yeah. back open. Hello. Hello. I, I've chosen the, the red microphone in keeping with the treble victory this week. I thought, eee. let's go for the red, <laughs> which is obviously at odds. Uh, Are you a City fan? I'm, do you know what? I'm very agnostic when it comes to football, so I'm, uh, I, I find the thing curiously uh, tribal. Maybe it's sublimated warfare. And uh, I agree, and, I, I and I don't really feel any um, antipathy or positivity towards either of them. Although I did watch one game, and uh, and I had a little glass of Carver while I was watching it, and Ooh, a jolly good time. Very so nice. It's the first game of football I've watched for about um, don't know four years. Something like wow. that. Interesting, that one's it. So we've heard your little little snippet of Run PMC downstairs. Oh yeah, yeah so it, it, it was vibrating the entire was. studio. Oh really? We, yeah. we could hear the bass, yeah. Wow. Well, Ken Longdon, D- Doctor Ken. That's who was up on the bass. Doctor Ken. Is it Doctor Ken? I don't it, know. It doesn't matter. Let's call him Doctor Ken. Doctor Bass, the bass man. He was giving it some rice on there, and we're playing some pretty heavy tunes down Randy there, was. guys. We could, yeah, we could hear. Yeah, we got like uh, you know. Well, I'm not going to give anything away. I was distracted by Leslie dancing at one point. What do you reckon? Yeah. What's what's your? Uh, does she got the the, the Wednesday vibe? Don't again. This is slightly spoilers, but this hey. is you, you. This is you giving it away, not us. I know I'm giving it away, but you know, hey, right, you got to see vag. it to believe it. Good vibes. I want a wig though. Is she wearing oh, yeah. a wig? I, 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 uh, Leslie's got something up her sleeve, Ooh. not not figuratively, I think, or maybe actually, who knows? Who does but know? She, she has. Uh, she is going to be doing. Uh, the dance, and I think maybe there will be some goth Ooh. visuals. I don't know though. This is because it's all been 
kind of hush, hush. Yeah, either hush hush or very last minute. It's one of the two, maybe both. That's like our show. Yeah, ours is very last minute at the moment. Well, that's very the joy. See, this is the joy of the wireless. Mm. We are here now, broadcasting to the universe. You know, that, 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 as we know it, and uh, and we didn't really need to plan this, did we? Well, look at the TV people down there. Yeah, they're, they're planning forever. They've ages. got to go through again and again, again and again. They have to run through. They have to write it and 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 get the things in the right spaces and have these what they call lights. Yeah. Well, what on on Earth is going on? Whereas we just uh, you know sit down. We have a microphone, the to colour of your fair, choice. Though, that's probably a good thing because me and Kieran spent 20 minutes talking about cheese. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you've uh, brought it that up. It was relevant at the time. It was relevant because we were talking about Kieran's show that he is nominated my, for a piece. Yeah, my audio feature is Big all, cheese, all about cheese. Little city. So, yeah, tell me, do tell me about your. Because uh, you've both been nominated. Well, I'm not nominated. Emily, have you not been nominated at all? No. Oh, no. I she know. was wrong. Not even for Level Apparently. 6 Radio Studio. Nothing. No, you. <laughs> No, Gary! <laughs> I wasn't nominated for Lower Six Radio Studio. Well, do you know what? It was close call. Uh, but, uh, but, but Kieran, who you've worked closely with this year... Unfortunately. And, and last year. Uh, and indeed last year, in fact, uh, has been... Uh, are you nominated for the one or, or, or more? Um, uh, it's two, actually. It's a two? Yeah. So, uh, audio feature and then academic excellence. I hope you're not rubbing that into Emily's face. Then, I'm trying not your... to. I am, I am, though. She's within you? punching distance. She is. And, and I, I will punch. She yeah. is a beautiful, lovely lady. She's a very beautiful, lovely lady. You know, beautiful, lovely lady, but she's very pugnacious. I uh, don't know what that word means. It means you would punch Kieran I in the face. I would punch Kieran in the face. You, you could probably figure it out from context, couldn't you? Yeah. I thought he just meant violent. Yeah, it does. Aggressive. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's sick. pretty much. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Absolutely. So, what's Kieran been nominated for? I mean, so, I, I do know, but I get it's a kind of a, a rhetorical question. So, has Kieran been has been Kieran nominated. Has been nominated for, for yeah, best audio feature, mm. and then academic excellence for being a nerd. Oh, of course. A bit of a nerd, so, what yeah. was your audio feature about? Firstly, uh, so that was uh, Little Cheese Big City, and that's mm. all about um, the lives of kind of small town cheesemakers and cheesemongers. Now, um, is this um, factual or is this, is this a, a fictive creation? It's, it's a bit of both. So the the actual um, content and like the the topics and the stories, of they're all factual. It's just wrapped up in my usual kind of weird meta lens of like telling a, a fake detective story just for the fun uh, of it. That sounds, it sounds fascinating. I mean, my life today has been revolving around cheese largely yeah uh, yeah i've had my i've got vegan cheese butties i was today. gonna say aren't you, you are vegan aren't you? yeah but but they but they asked uh, um, did you know a guy was vegan he uh, doesn't he's, talk he's about that i know no. I, did i happen it. to mention it on all the vts that i did for the baftars yes mm. i did you also mentioned it on our show earlier mm. my goodness i will i must stop i must stop <laughs> this immediately but uh, but cheese you know controversial topic though that is Sounds like it's been given a good rendering by uh, Kieran there, certainly. Oh. So, um, well, I like to think so. But. And I well, that was for uh, audio. Well, that was audio feature, yeah. Right, excellent. So that was with uh, with Mr. Fowler. Yes. Yeah. He didn't want to nominate me either. Rude. What the heck? And your audio feature. Let's let's be my piece. Honest about this. Yes. Was uh, it was a real tearjerker, wasn't it? It was. It was very sad. Absol Have you had a listen to it? Because I wouldn't. It's I've, too sad. I think I've heard some of it when it was in its first... I've heard bits. Yeah, I think I've sent you bits, but no, it was a piece called Stage Zero, Finding My Grief. Right. And it was about what it's like to grieve someone who is still alive. 
Yeah, because it was it someone who has yeah, dementia. So, no, so my granddad had uh, brain cancer. Right. For like for a couple of years, and he was a completely different person. Right. And he was just couldn't do anything anymore, and it was like he was still there, he was still alive, but we couldn't. You know, he, he wasn't the same person he was. So it was a uh, it was a dynamic, you know, individual with their yeah. own uh, full full faculties, and then very was it very sudden? Then was it? A qu- um, no, I think he's had it. He'd had it for about a couple of three years, four so years. So it was a gradual deterioration. Yeah, but the last year, like the last bit of deterioration, was very sudden. But I spoke to other people that had, you know, people that had suffered from these long term illnesses. And it just completely... Can you not eat bread while I'm talking about my... <laughs> this is quite trying to be quiet. <laughs> it's a very profound, sensitive part of the programme. I'm talking about my dead granddad and he's eating bread. It's, um, quite, it's quite crinkly bread by the sound yeah. of it as well. It's the, it's it the, it's the packet, not the bread. Oh, he's not right. even opened the bread yet. <laughs> we'll give him a minute. Okay. Have a snack is, it's nice to have a bit of actuality underscoring <laughs> this very kind of like poignant discussion. Yeah, okay, my, very on. sad story. Um, but no. So the so your piece then was interviewing family members and yeah, and medical professionals about grief and ambiguous loss and anticipatory grief, right? As well as like palliative care. Wow. And like that. Yeah. That's gr- really big stuff. Don't know what Fowler was thinking. Yeah. Well, do you know what? It gets my vote. Thank you. Thank you very much. There you go. I've not heard it, but I've, from, from the pricey alone, from the pitch, it sounds... It made it, me mum cry. That was quite fun. Well, if it's making people cry... Oh, uh, yeah. Everyone that's listened to it has cried. Apart from Kieran, because Kieran doesn't have a soul. Right. That's, this is it. that's true. Well, you're one to talk. Hey, just because I'm ginger. <laughs> I, I don't, is there a correlation here? Yeah, you're ginger, ginger too. You're not ginger, Well, Gary. I was. Ginger, apparently ginger people don't have souls. Oh, that is possibly it, it's true. Science. Yeah, I, I did read that. It was in yeah. uh, it was in Nature magazine yeah, or yeah. New Scientist. It was, the, it was on the Ge- Geographic. Yeah, National Geographic. Yeah, yeah, it was something there. We don't have souls. So that's a, that's a shame that that didn't get nominated. But obviously, um, the discussion of cheese. Yeah. Was. I uh, think maybe he just preferred a lighter topic. Yeah. Apparently, it's not sad enough. Too sad. Maybe it's too sad. But well, in, let, interestingly, let, Gary, my my bit does have a nice little documentary within the documentary. Oh, which is all about the uh, resurgence of farmhouse cheese in the 1970s and 80s. Oh, so it's and is this fi- factual content? That, that, that's all factual, yeah. Right, so you've got uh, so you've got a nested bit of content within yeah. there. That's interesting. That might I've, be I've why I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got a nice Thatcher joke in there as well. I think you'd appreciate. Really? Well, it, is it one? Is it broadcastable? Uh, yeah, actually, um, it's just because. Um, Ma- we're talking Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah. Thatcher. Not, 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 not about. Not, it's, not yeah. someone who Thatcher's. Not someone who puts no. hair on buildings. No. Okay. Um, so basically, um, it kind of that bit starts in 1979. Because um, we're talking about um, the beginning of Neil's Yard Dairy down in London, um, which is in uh, Covent Garden. And interestingly, the same year that was uh, Margaret Thatcher, who just got elected in 1979. So I kind of make the. Um, uh, I've got a bit of um, uh, audio from the time of um, Thatcher kind of rolling up to Downing Street. At the time, I mean, you might you might remember it on the well, I was on the wire. I was seventy, seventy. I was, I was nine driving. years old, so I was vaguely aware of it, but I wasn't. I hadn't um, cultivated a political sensibility at the age of nine, particularly. Well, Do you know Kieran was there? He was driving the car. I was driving. Yeah. Wow, you were there back yeah. in the day, pr- even before you were born. Yeah. Oh no, Kieran well, was born. Uh, Kieran's yeah. old. Yeah, I'm old. Kieran's old, I'm old, old. old. Wow, a man. Old, old. It's like the portrait of Dorian Gray in my house. This is it. So you, you never age. No. 
Well, very slowly, anyway. Yeah, very slowly. So, but what's the joke? What's the yeah? Um, so, so, <laughs> so, so, I had a look, and it is, it's, it's, it's a massive a, preamble, but yeah. isn't it? That, that's the way we roll. Um, it's about a mile in between Downing Street and Covent Garden. Right. So basically, I, I kind of um, I, I said like um, something along the lines of uh, less than a mile away, another milk enthusiast was <laughs> setting the stage for some something or other. I can't remember exactly. That's but, a good joke. Yeah. Because she was the uh, the milk snatcher. Now, yeah. from a vegan... Well, she was criticised because she took... In the old days, when I went to school, we would... And it was horrible, actually. And, I, and it's horrible now from an ideological viewpoint, but I wasn't aware of that at the time. But there is... Uh, kids at school would be given milk in the morning break. And the milk would be delivered... You know, at about, I don't know, 8 o'clock in the morning or whatever. And it'd be left outside normally. And if it was warm, then it'd be really creamy and warm and rank. And you'd still have to drink it. Or if it was freezing, then you'd have to chip the ice out of it and then wait for it to thaw and then drink it. And it was, or occasionally it was all right. And um, so, but Margaret Thatcher, um, when she came to power, was famous for stopping the public expenditure in that area and the milk was no longer provided to school children so she was called margaret thatcher the milk snatcher because she'd uh, she'd done this evil to kids however from i was gonna say i had milk when i was in, uh, in school oh did you yeah i got a carton of milk with toast every morning Ooh. was that um everyone got that yeah what school was that this was a, a school in in wigan well, in the right. 1940s <laughs> Yeah, well, every morning everybody got a carton of milk, a piece of fruit, and some toast. And like we used to talk about who was like, because it was like people volunteered to do the toast, and you like if so whose mum was in, because that's how much butter you got on your toast. Ah, uh, you could tell. Like, so, yeah, you're She's like, a oh, bit liberal with you're these like, spreads. Oh, James' mum was in today. We got buttered toast, and then sometimes <laughs> you didn't get buttered toast. This is the peak of Wigan schools. Really, what some uh, parents didn't. Provide yeah. any spreads on yeah, there. Yeah, minimal dry butter, toast. and some was like greasy, and it was lovely. Ah, you've yeah, got and then they came around with big bowls of fruit, and everybody got like a slice of apple. This is a like a, this is a beautiful apple. utopia. This is like Northern Oliver Twist. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's and a, it's, we got cartons of milk, and then every every morning I used to open my milk, and I used to like take the sides off and take the bottom off, and then squish it. And it was like an aeroplane. That's amazing. I, do you know what? Well, I don't know whether that school was particularly great. Well, shout out to our ladies, RC Primary School in Aspel. Yeah, maybe that's maybe the, you know if, if they've got a bit of budget, they can do that. But it wasn't across the board. Maybe that was an independent mm. local education authority thing, or maybe. the school decided to do it. But uh, yeah, apparently Thatcher put an end to that. I that was the only thing I I agree with on uh, Thatcherism. Really, that was the only good thing she did, in my view, to stop the milk going in. Yeah, well, if the milk's going off, it is a bit no, of a waste of give money. Give it to the calves. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> anyway, that's another subject altogether. We keep getting distracted. Yeah, Gary, that's, you that's are not fine. the best guest because you're getting distracted with us. Now we've, I got, now we've got three of us who are great at well, rambling. Well, your programme's focus is level five. five. Theoretically. Yeah, actually, yeah. Let's, let's go. I was going to talk about some more milk stuff, to be honest, because I've got a couple more references in there of the Milk Marketing Board and their Oh, well, their it's all key stuff. But have you got, what, what are the key uh, nominations for Level 5? So, uh, Level 5 is, uh, if, you're, if you'll remember, is uh, North versus South, which we had quite a, a oh, bit for of... Le- oh, for Radio Studio. Yeah, for yeah. Radio Studio. We've yeah. already had an well, argument. You know, Kieran doesn't perceive himself as South. He's just East. Yeah. Not southeast, just uh, east, but it's southeast. So we've changed it to east versus west. 
Right. For Sam West. I see. It is, yeah, I would say East Anglia is is southern. Yeah, it's southeast, isn't yeah. it? But he he doesn't like the south part. Yeah. So we're east versus west. It's more. There are more southerly areas. No. There are. But there are the, the well, there's also more northerly areas than. Yeah. yeah. Do we have some? We have another we guest. We have a guest. Reese has arrived in his finery. Look at fancy Reese. You look like you're at your parents' looking, wedding. Looking very fancy. Radio's station manager look, look has at arrived. Our station manager. Wow! It looks like um, the, oh, this is and good. And then there's Connor in his gorillas t-shirt. <laughs> Connor That's rocks. That's his fancy one. That's his fancy gorillas. Connor's shirt. the the roadie for Nickelback right there. <laughs> very fancy. I can't hear what he said. Are we the roadie for Nickelback. No, not Reese. That was Connor. Oh, Connor. Oh, Connor's the roadie for <laughs> you, Nickelback. Yeah, you wouldn't dress like Reese's no. now with his suit, with his uh, you know, fancy. his beautiful, He's pristinely nice crisp well. shirt. Thank you. I mean, nice little. You do kind of look like you've been pulled into court for speeding. Yeah. You kind of look like you're going to communion. Either that or I'm on jury service. Exactly. Yeah. Very nice. Sushi though. It's nice. Thank you. Nice. Nice. So, um, yeah, we were talking about radio studio one. Oh yeah, we were. Briefly, yeah. Very, very, very briefly. briefly. North versus South. I don't. Yes, I can't remember it. the exact uh, um, verdict at the end there. Was I, it North? I, north. I think because we can't quite remember. It uh, should be North. We, we say North. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were. In the absence of proof. We just yeah. go with what the we want. The Northerners were winning until Reese walked in. Actually, Reese coming in actually brings up an interesting point because I think if you end up referring to East Anglia as South, then it's very much Midlands or Asia. Yeah, the uh, Midlands don't exist. The Midlands is a figment Norwich of your imagination. Because Norwich is further north than Birmingham. Is it? No. Is it? Yep. Is We've it? Established Can, I go, we need Reese. Oh, Reese is gone. Reese is gone. I mean, they're, they're basically oh, the same latitude. Reese, can you join us same. just for a moment? I know, you, I know you're a busy man. You're the head of uh, Utter Operations. Of course I can, Squire. So, um... Oh, let's turn him up. Oh, yeah, Reese is on the yellow microphone. Yeah, yellow. Before, before I get silenced. Yeah, exactly. You can silence again. <laughs> cheese. Cheesy, cheesy yellow. And it's... Uh, oh, anyway, irrelevant. We've talked about cheese far too much already. Uh, we were talking about uh, what is counts as southerly and, and yeah. south. And Midlands Erasia, and Kieran said that uh, East Anglia. Well, did you say Norwich? Yeah, is is more northerly than Birmingham. Well, let me let me, let me just check the that, the, the well, You're from the Midlands, aren't you, Corby? East Midlands, yeah. East yeah, Midlands. Yeah. So I come from a town where it's a mix of Scots, Irish, Welsh, and English. So it's a kind of. Oh, it's multicultural. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. a proper joke I, I, I also credit the, um, the uh, large Eastern European population as well. They, they bring a good service to Corby. Excellent. That's good. So, um, is it more southerly than Norwich? What? Birmingham. Birmingham or yeah. Corby or... No, Birmingham. Birmingham. Uh, because you're from the Midlands, yeah. I assume you know everything about Midlands. Yes, Birmingham's in the West Midlands. Yeah. I will always say that. Right. So, do you know the proximity of Birmingham in comparison to Norwich and which one's more northerly or southerly? I'd say Birmingham has a more northerly culture Rude. than Norwich. <laughs> I'm offended by that. But, but it, it doesn't mean that it is what northern. What does that mean? What does that mean? Because to me, the north-south divide is... it because I'm poor, Reese? No. Is it because I'm poor? You know that I love Wigan with all my heart. You do love Wigan. I think Reese loves Wigan more than I love Especially Wigan. Especially Wigan kebabs. They're such a great invention. He loves no. a Wigan kebab. But the north-south divide is... I'd say, at least the way I see it, it's a cultural thing. Because you could look at somewhere like Nottingham, which I'd say is sort of northern, but also not. And then Derby and Derbyshire, which a lot of that's northern. But then you look at somewhere like the middle of the Peak District. Um, well, The Peak District is north. Mm, no. It's 20 minutes. 
minutes away. It's classed as the East Midlands. What? Makes no sense. But the Peak District is literally like half an hour away. If it makes more sense, Stoke-on-Trent's the East Midlands as well. Yeah, that in makes terms sense. I don't want to be but associated not, with Stoke-on-Trent. But because Stoke-on-Trent is in, is in the west of the Midlands. Well, do you know what? Well, we've got the we need we need another voice in here to try and the debate is raging in the room. And we've got uh, we James go. Ewing. Does this mean the Northerners yes. are winning? The leader, <laughs> well, we've got a proper professional Northerner and guitar player, James Ewing of Rumpy so MC. The Northerners are winning three to two. Well, can, can I just right. put some? I'll can pull I, that can straight. I just put some stats on the ground? <laughs> oh, hang on, we've got some, we've got some fact okay. check from Stato. Yeah. Can we just can I just brief G- Jimmy on okay. what, what we're yes. t- talking oh, about? Yes. We've got a debate here. Apparently. Apparently, yeah. we don't know. The Norwich is more northerly in geographically than Birmingham. Right. So that is that is the assertion, and we're trying to work out whether that's true, and also what constitutes cultural northernism and southern, southernism. Yeah. Uh, in, in general, Jimmy, the back the more background is that um, Emily was asserting that. Um, you know, it's a very binary kind of north. You're either north or you're south. I don't believe yeah. the Midlands exists. I disagree with that. The Midlands does exist, and there's two separate sections of it. And the East Anglia isn't part of the Midlands, but it's its own section as right. Because you wouldn't. That's what I was saying. Yeah, because it's like. You know, places like Dorsetshire and Devon and Cornwall, although that is in the south, it's very culturally different and it's Celtic more yeah, than southern. Yeah, but we're not talking about the cultures, I'm talking about geographical location. The north versus I'm, the I'm, south. I'm glad you bring this like, up, Emily. Right, well, just pause that for a second. I'm saying, you're sa- no, this all began because I said that Kieran was from the southeast and he refuses to believe that he's from the south. Well, the southeast is Kent and like Medway well, and Essex still and all south. that. It's still south. Yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, but he's yeah. like, yeah, and he's just like, and no, I'm just in the east. Well, the east is every like. Right. Yeah. Well, I can settle this once and for all. Um, so, if you look at a map of the UK, you'll find that Leeds is exactly in the centre of the UK, exactly from the top of Scotland to the south so of England. So you're saying Leeds is Midlands. So no, well, no, no. Uh, anything south of Leeds is the south, I, I and I anything north to of Leeds that. is the north. That's so the so truth. The Midlands has been erased. Yeah, but th- that's like people who <laughs> say no that. Midland. That's that's like, no. There's a middle to the south, and there's a middle yeah, to the north. Pe- Corby people, doesn't exist. People in London say that anything north of Watford is the north. But no, when we're talking like, about the north versus well, south, well, they for trouble, aren't they? We oh, can't, exactly. When we're talking about north versus south, we can't include Scotland. It's its own country. It's its own country. Same I'm as talking Wales. from the top of England to the bottom of England. So from Hadrian's right. Wall, or whatever to. But Macalms. Hadrian's um, Walls in England because the north, the, the Scottish border is several Berwick. miles north. Would you of say there. Berwick? Yeah. Well, yeah. north of Ca- Berwick. Uh, Carlisle is it? Carlisle is the, the top of England, yeah, isn't it? The and then uh, north, um, Bamborough Castle <laughs> on <laughs> the it? other side. So it's from that stretch there. That's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about north versus south. Like that's where I want my lines going because I refuse to tell. I refuse to let you tell me that I'm not northern. Do you know what we you need to do? Them. We need to listen to Jimmy North just said versus I'm not South, the I... Level 5 nominated show, and they'll tell us. Jimmy has just outright said that I'm not Northern. I, well, I think it just goes on how you sound. Um, do I not sound Northern no, to you? No, not at all. Not at all? No. <laughs> no. no. You're called, you're yeah. called Lancashire. I, exactly. I'm from Wigan, and my last name's Lancashire. Can I not be more Northern? Where would you say uh, Linden is from? Do you think he's a Northerner or a Southerner? You're going to tell me he's a northerner now, aren't you? 
I don't know. I've no idea. He is a northerner. He has a very generic I, kind of Midlands I, accent. I thought for years he was a southerner. Where's he from? <laughs> He's from Scunthorpe, one oh. of the most northern working class towns in the world. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't you hide you were from Scunthorpe? Exactly. If I was yeah. from Scunthorpe, I wouldn't <laughs> sound like probably. him. Probably. He's got a lot of Welsh though, hasn't he? So that kind of, like, it, it might have infested his yeah, larynx. But then yeah. I, I'm half Welsh and I just sound like I'm from You sound nowhere. posh, Reese. Like, you like, sound so posh. Excuse me. You posh. Mm, it depends who I'm around. I think Reese sounds posh. No, he I, does I, sound is, posh. I adopt accents off people, so depending on who I hang around, I start using different slang, and it just kind of happens. I absorb it without even noticing a lot of the time, unless I'm in front of a microphone and then I speak like I'm on, you know, yeah, BBC I, Five Live. You sound like you're from everywhere. That's a good thing. You could be from anywhere and everywhere, whereas I sound like I'm from Ermston. Yeah, but the northern accent's better anyway, because it, I don't know. I listen to northern accents with more gratitude and actual understanding than I do Southern because I don't know I'm, g- I'm not going to put in my own personal beliefs here but I just think that nor- mean, Northern, northern that speak the way so forward you're, you're currently no, no, genuinely I like say on the radio I think Northern voices sound better because no. it, it actually sounds melodic it sounds happy it sounds well the Scouse I like a bit of Scouse sound and all that yes yeah, Scouse is good Scouse. Oh, hey. I love a Scouse accent, you know, because where I'm from, a skim's just down the road. Oh, they, that's shout. Yeah. Oh, so they're all the plastic Scouses, that's all oh, I went to school with. Oh, you sound like Mia, when Mia's on the, f- oh, don't, on the radio. Mia's not Scouse, she's from like the Wirral. Mia's from the Wirral, she ain't Scouse. Oh, is she well posh? She's from the Wirral. She always whispers into the mic. It's <laughs> great. What's everyone's best Birmingham accents? Because I can do quite a good one, but I want to hear everyone else's first. I can't do a Birmingham accent. <clears throat> oh, you can do it, go on. I just got the new chicken mayo for 99p. It's the only thing I can oh. do. The that only thing I can do. And the McDonald's advert. Can you uh, slow it down? I just got the new chicken mayo for 99p. That's good. That is good. You sounded a little South African there. <laughs> what can I say? Now, which is more southerly, South Africa <laughs> or Corby? Hmm, that is a tough it's question. It's a tricky one. That is a tough Give us a call. <laughs> uh, fun fact, Johannesburg was originally named New Birkenhead. Oh, uh, really? There's probably a reason no. why they changed it. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran Davis, that was genius. Thank you. So, uh, so Jimmy, uh, anyway, yeah. we've got Jimmy from 1PMC. Uh, we've got two members of 1PMC. Oh, no, uh, we've got a guitar in there. Oh, have we? Give, give us a little riff. Should we go and get it? Yeah, yeah. That means you, shall I get it? Do you want to... Yeah, 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 it's just in the corner, in the control room, in the box. All right, well, folks, in, we in move case. off um, the audio yeah. So that was Level 5 Thanks, radio Reese. show, guys. Um, and we used this last ten minutes to um, just have a bit of a riff with... Uh, yeah, so the, thank you for listening. We've been Emily and Kieran. That was... A mess. I think I've turned my... Have I turned my... No, I've not turned my own no, mic off. No, that was a fine. mess, but we enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, um, um, we, yeah we're just going to hang out with... Um, We've got Gary, Jimmy, Gary, Reese and Jimmy Gary. and Reese, and we're gonna just have a, a fun time for the next ten minutes yes. until the um, next show. Who do we have next? We're on to level six video, I yes, believe. Yes, it is level six video with Ellen O'Donoghue and Megan Horton. Yes, so expect quality content, quality production, and I think Gary's trying to talk into the microphone. Oh, so if apologies, Gary, I turned your microphone off. Oh, it's okay. I was just, I was just, uh, no, it's fine. It's okay. We're just trying to work out what we're going to play. So if you can give us a, a minute, that All would right. be lovely. Let us know. But yes, so thank you for listening. We apologise for the hecticness. Yeah. We actually, did... actually, while we're here, if you're oh, interested, still Birmingham, uh, its latitude is 52.49 degrees north. Norwich is 52.63 degrees Ooh. north. So it's 0.15 degrees I still don't know what the north. middle between... Top of England and bottom of England is. 
Or should we have a look? Because Jimmy's here. saying it's Leeds is from Scotland, but I don't want to count Scotland because this is the north south doesn't include yeah. Scotland. Um it would probably be hang on, where's the border? There. It's probably just below Manchester, is it not? Uh I'd say it's uh, slightly below Sheffield, actually. Okay. Sheffield's more southerly than Manchester, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I thought so. Where's Jimmy from? Uh, Jimmy is from kind of a bit towards Hello. Sheffield, I think. So Jimmy's not northern either? Well, it's, it's somewhere, somewhere between Sheffield and Leeds, kind of Huddersfield direction, I think. Let me look at that. You'd map. have to ask him, but I think he's from kind yeah. of around that way. Okay, very yeah, nice. Gary, well, thank course, you for listening. Gary, of course, is from Warrington, the home of the Tubular Woo! Bandage. As he will continue. We are now so. going to listen to Gary and Jimmy play some tunes. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, I mean, if Should you, we do a little identity? He wants one more minute. Off. Gary's saying one more minute. Okay. Well, let's do a little identity. You know, we're supposed to finish with a montage, but. Wait, oh, we're supposed. I mean, what what could be better than a, than a, a live performance? A live by, performance. By half of Rum PMC. It's just Rum P. Rum. Just run. 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 Yeah. No, oh, I love no. that song. Anyway, we've been your hosts. Kieran and Emily. Yes. Matty never made it. Matty never made it. Evidently, I don't know what they're doing. Evidently, they've been taken up by some sort of Probably. UFO. Probably. Who knows? Right, are we ready? Yes. Okay. This is Half of Run. You're listening to the BAFTAs live on Utter Radio. Okay, so now we're going to sing a song. Uh, this is not in the Run PMC repertoire at all. Uh, and I normally play drums, but I'm, I've been, I'm on the guitar at the minute. Uh, Jimmy's going to sing. Uh, we're going to. We do mention there is a mention of Morrissey in uh, in the um, Baftars at some point. The uh, he's a bit of a fall from grace, Morrissey. But this was a this was a high point for him and Johnny Marr. This is poss- possibly the best Smith song that there ever was. But well, there's a lot of good ones, so it's hard to say, isn't it? So we're going to sing. Uh, is that right? Jimmy? Yeah. We're going to sing There Is A Light, and this is dedicated to all the students whose lights will keep on shining even after you've graduated. Uh, So this is... Take me out tonight Where there's music and there's people and they're young and light Driving in your car No, I never, never want to go home Because I haven't got one anymore Take And if a double-decker bus Crashes into us to die by your side is such a heavenly way to die And if a ten-ton truck kills the both of us To die by your side, well it's a pleasure, the privilege is mine Take me out tonight Take me anywhere, I don't care, I don't care And in the darkened underpass I thought my God, our chances come at last But then a strange fear gripped me and I just couldn't ask There's no darker Crashes into us 
to die by your side It was his heavenly way to die And if a ten-ton truck Kills the both of us To die by your side Well, the pleasure, the privilege is mine There is a light and it never goes out there is a light and it never goes out There is a light and it never goes out There is a light and it never goes out Well done, Gary. Thanks very much. Oh, Cheers. there we go. That was great, Thank actually. Yeah. Totally, we've never, ever done that before, <laughs> and I've never played that really you before. Probably tell. There we that go. The chords at the end Cheers were a bit that. west, but uh, yeah, there we go. That was for all the level six students that are graduating, and good luck to all level fives yep. for next good luck. year and for tonight. It's time for the BAFTAs. Academic excellence. Ashley Day. Over time, the use of the staple laugh track has faded out and modern sitcoms have developed newer characteristics to reflect contemporary comedy and its presence. Post-2000 sitcoms such as This Country, The Office, The Inbetweeners and The End of the Effing World have abandoned the laugh track tradition. Kieran Davis. Chignall states that the term radiogenic refers to content particularly suited to a non-visual medium. As he writes, uncluttered by visual images, we can hear these sounds more completely because they are on the radio. Therefore, radiogenesis derives from its idealised placement on the airwaves. As a counterpart to this, podgenesis, or the state of being podgenic, is derived from its idealised placement on a portable media player. Olivia Pierce. Lacey's ego, her conscious self, is how she appears online, shown in a scene where she posts a photo of a coffee and a cookie she doesn't actually like. Her id is how she truly acts, which is represented in the scenes with her brother and time she slips up, like swearing at the airport. Due to the societal pressures of the rating system, her super ego represses the id, but eventually she succumbs to it resurfacing. Sarah Baker. Multiplicities allow media text to always be open to extension and add more elements that the original cannot satisfy. As conveyed within the case study Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, this multiplicity used a different presentation of Spider-Man as a way of better resonating with the audience and consequently attract new consumers. Best radio, radio drama. Three sevens in vivo. And there's someone across who looks like Richard. The bloke who got released. Richard Clement. Yeah, why? You're the entire reason I'm here. I'm writing a report on your release. What brings you back to in vivo? I've never left this place. You think I would ever return if I had... Excuse me, Mr. Clements. You are late for your routine checkup with Linda. <sighs> yes, sir. Stick to your brief, Mr. Picton. That's all you're here for. Lauren Walker, the bear and the pilot. I never know the burden of money as a star, but I knew I would do anything for them, and I have so far. Same with my star Canopus. I remember the day Galileo lost his sight. I wept for him. I wouldn't wish to not see my husband again. My one great love as he lost the sight of his. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. Come, Come on. on, do, do not, not spy. spy. You have never. 
best Level 6 TV documentary. Wow. Trudy Wilson, aiming, transforming parkour. I'm good. It, it is quite emotional. Like, everything that people tells you, you sort of internalise and you almost begin to believe what they say. Lewis Rutter, believe it. To relax, to get any kind of anger and frustration out. There were nobody at that point had ever sort of said anything to me about, well, there are other options for sport if you've got problems with your legs. It was that that didn't even feature on my radar. So that was really difficult. Struggled massively with my mental health at that point. It was like this, this really awful kind of, almost like a pressure cooker of not knowing what to do. Didn't know what to do with myself. Um, we're in a real mess, kind of depression-wise. Thomas Crisp, Escape. As people often what brings them a sense of meaning or purpose, and they don't know. There's two reasons why you don't know. One, you've never thought about it. Or two, you have thought about it and you still don't know the answer. If you have thought about it and you still don't know what the answer is, then that's telling. And it's not a 